0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. Joshua Church, your host here, and I am grateful to have you all with me today. It has been a minute since I've tuned in here for a podcast with you, and I'm happy to be back. I have been out and about doing many things, focusing on some other uh, time sensitive projects, more of which I'm excited to share later with you. Very soon, a lot going on this month uh, for me personally. But what's top of mind right now is I just returned from a trip to Iceland, as some of you may have seen on my social media. I just returned back from a week in Iceland uh, supporting, leading a retreat, co-facilitating a retreat with an amazing friend and mentor and brother, Jorin, who has an awesome company called Into the Wild Within. And I went on a retreat with Jorn three years ago to the date actually in Iceland that really kicked me off on this journey of breathwork and cold immersion and helped me dive deeper into my own internal world through these different vehicles and practices that I have uh, since taken and run with and has been the foundation of a lot of the work that I've been doing, a lot of the things that I've been working on developing, and a lot of the retreats that I've been leading myself and experience I've been leading myself. So I'm excited to share with you a little bit more, some of the takeaways and themes from this recent trip that I, that I was just on in Iceland and I learned so much from it so much from so many different levels. I learned from the level of co-facilitating and supporting Jorin in running retreats. He's led over 30 retreats. Uh, For the first several years, he led retreats with Wim Hof and in the first four years of his business, led all those retreats with Wim and was the first one to actually lead um, Wim Hof retreats other than Wim himself. So he has an amazing story and uh, I learned so much from him in that way and then so much from being with the group and helping to create a container or a space for people to have breakthroughs which is always so humbling and and I'm so grateful for and just further confirmation for this path of my own that I'm walking down and as things are unfolding so much more to come more retreats and more experiences to come from me so if you're listening to this and you're interested in some of those treats and in, in some of those retreats and experiences definitely stay tuned because there is much exciting things in the pipeline that I'm excited to share with y'all later so soon as I got back, a lot of people always start asking, oh my gosh, how was the trip? How was it? It looked awesome. How was it? And it's always such a difficult question to answer. How was it? Because not one sentence answer can really do that justice. It just scratches at the surface. So I love to do this type of reflection um, to take it a little bit deeper. And I'm always big on integration, so it's amazing to go have a cool experience where you're learning, where you're growing, where you're doing learning a new skill perhaps, But how we actually integrate that into our day-to-day, that's where the real juice is and the real challenge is also. So I always love to, and I kind of have a system now for taking notes throughout the week or taking notes as I'm learning something and then coming back and digesting it and then implementing into my life and then disseminating that information to share with you all here. So you guys hold me accountable to it, which I love. So thank you for that. And I'm excited to share truly how was it? Because when people ask how was it, my response is often, well, do you have 45 minutes to go grab a cup of coffee and, uh, and 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 tune in around it? Because I can't possibly answer it in one sentence. Um, so here's the true answer for how was it and what did you learn and what are the takeaways? So if you are interested in hearing that, keep listening because we're going to dive into six of the key takeaways that I'm taking away from this experience and also what the heck I was actually doing, what we were doing, why we were doing it. So if you're interested in that, keep listening. If not, that's cool. Head to another podcast and check it out. We're gonna riff on this here and dive into this. And definitely check out a couple links in the show notes, Um, Jorin and his company Into the Wild Within, incredible work they do. I cannot recommend that more highly. That trip that I went on with him three years ago in Iceland really started, was a big catalyst in, in the journey for me. And he has such an amazing way of putting together and leading these retreats. So it really was an honor to, to, to support him in this retreat. And there's going to be a lot more coming down the pipeline. So into the wild within, definitely tune in, definitely check that out. It's a great follow on Instagram as well for the different stuff that he shares to so just brighten up your, your newsfeed and, and, and let you get you thinking about things in a different way. And, and then you can also check out the blog post that I wrote when I came back three years ago as a participant on a similar retreat that we did and how I process through things. You can see some cool photos from there as well. So a couple links for you to check out in the show notes. So let's get into it. I think that one of the bigger themes and takeaways for me personally, that I always get the insight that I always get whenever I take a second to come up for air and take some time away from the noise of the day-to-day and connect and increase the voice on our intuition so that we can lower the voice of the mental chatter of the things that are going on every single day. So that is something that retreat experience really can provide you with which i love and for me a theme that i've always been running with is the idea of leading with intuition action from a place of intuition taking purposeful action and i've always been caught up in measuring like the, you know the 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 what seems like opposites of like stillness and and happiness and stillness and contentment and then uh, action and success and striving and ambition, they kind of seem like two opposite ends of the spectrum. And I can't continuously learn time and time again, that they're really just two sides of the same coin. So a, a good takeaway here, as I was having a great conversation with, um, with a, with a guy on our trip named John is the idea of being still and taking action together. So we've got to stay present and be still and quiet to receive our next clue, to receive our next step, our next impulse. And then we can take action from that place. So that's something that I'm working on bringing back and integrating here is creating time for st- and space for stillness to receive the insight, to receive the impulse, to receive that hit of intuition, and then taking ruthless action and executing like it's nobody's business from that point. So that's this kind of dance and this ebb and flow that I'm playing around with now, because truly the, the language of the universe speaks to us is in subtleties and synchronicities, and it's from that place, we need to create stillness and solitude and, and space to be able to really hear that, to pay attention to that. We need to be present to that. And then from that place, we take swift and deliberate action. And then we receive our next impulse. So that's kind of a dance that I've been playing with. That I want to share firstly is a recurring theme for me. Every time I, I, I am able to open up for space, I'm able to take a lot more deliberate action. So it's this idea of leading with leading from that place of intuition. It's that combination of both. So that's first takeaway. Second takeaway is feeling trusted and supported from the land. So the first night that we were that I, that we arrived and Jorn and I were sitting in the hot tub before um, getting ready to go pick up the group the next day. And Iceland has these amazing geothermal energy, these geothermal hot springs. So we're sitting in this hot tub outside that's geothermal. It's got a bit of a sulfur smell, but looking up at the stars and all of a sudden the Northern lights come out and come out to play and dance. And we were just laughing hysterically. It's just in pure bliss mode, just looking at the Northern lights dance in the sky and geothermal hot tub. It was a really pure, pure presence moment um, that I will take with me forever. And in that moment of looking up at at the Northern lights and the stars, I just had this overwhelming sense of relief ah, of being able to take a deep breath and think, wow, there's so much out there and I'm so supported and so guided in all endeavors that there's something bigger going on here. So if I ever doubt or don't have belief in any of the things that I might be working on or things that are going on or belief in myself, just remember that like my bones came from those that stars, from stardust, from those stars up there. It's super expansive and I don't have to worry. Like The universe has my back. That's a belief that I have. And, and that belief and that, that relief in belief, that's a line I love find relief in belief. And that relief and belief came to me, not only from that night in the hot tub, but that was a recurring theme throughout the week is feeling supported from the land, feeling supported from nature and the different elements around the wind has my back feeling the strong wind. One day we took a hike in the strong wind and it was to the point where you could lean back almost like halfway back to the ground, but the wind would keep you up because it was that strong. So the wind has my back. The sun gives me strength. The stars give me guidance. The earth gives me support. It holds my feet. It holds my body. It holds my ground. So trust it's hard to worry when you look up and you realize that all of this, this planet is around us, surrounding us and, and providing for us and feeding us, nourishing us, fueling us. So that was a really great takeaway. And, and using nature is a, to come and its communication to nourish yourself. This is a great practice that I've learned as well, which is when you see something in nature that's beautiful, or you see something that you're attracted to in nature, look at it and see and, and, and ask yourself, how can I identify, how, how do I see these qualities within myself as well? So when you see a mountain that seems powerful and majestic, then use it as an opportunity to feel powerful and majestic yourself. Look at the quality that it gives you and realize that you have that quality within yourself, that the mountains are within yourself as well. There's this inner world and this inner nature that we have all that's around us. Nothing is ever missing. It's all the same thing. And we have that within us. So that's a powerful takeaway is feeling that trust and support and nourishment and guidance from the land, especially the land of Iceland that is just a magical island with gla- you know, blue, blue, crystal blue glacier waters, hot springs, northern lights, volcanic, volcanic rocks. It just, it's such a, it's such an alive place that you truly feel the magic for. So getting into nature and looking and finding those things that nourish you is so important. So that's the second takeaway. Third takeaway we got to just deepen our relationship with ourselves, And that's so much of what this week was about through exploring different vehicles like breath work, like cold immersion. It's about building a relationship with ourselves, getting comfortable going inward. We're outward. Most of the day we're focused outward. We're focused inward outward. We're focused just looking and we're caught in our mind and we're just outward focus all the time. It's so rare that we actually go inward. And when we do go inward and it's uncomfortable when we do, Ha- brave the discomfort to venture inward we start to build a relationship with ourselves we start to get to know some of the secrets we may hide some of the gems that are buried the wisdom that lives within so one of the one of the great themes that we had we had a, a, an amazing um singer that was there on the group and and Jorn plays the guitar so one of the nights they were riffing and and one of the songs they kind of created was this this theme that is I am always at home in my body. I am always at home in my body. That was the theme. I am always at home in my body. And this gives me chills just even thinking about that, that you're home, you are home in your body. That is your home, that is your space. And that's a powerful space. So my question and, and my takeaway from this is, how do you create your home? Who or what do you let into your home? What kind of housekeeping do you do? Laundry? Do, do you let the dirty dishes pile up? Do you stuff things away in the closet? How do you how do you create your home space within yourself? And I think that our actual home space is a reflection of that, right? <laughs> Which is why you know getting the dirty dishes piling up and stuffing things in a closet weighs on your subconscious. But this idea of going internal, going inside. And closing your eyes and being with yourself, doing breath work and feeling yourself and, and and navigating these places within yourself to build this connection and relationship with yourself, because from that we can we can grow. And, and I find it interesting that we take so much time to get to know other people that we work with, when we that we date, that we play with our friends. We're, we're always interested in learning from other people. But how much time do we take to get to know ourselves? As Socrates says, know thyself. I love that line. And the more I connect with myself, the more that I get to know myself, the more I'm able to learn and grow from myself and navigate life in a more easy flow and a more deliberate way. So it truly is the outside. I I really believe that reality is just a reflection of our internal world. It's just a reflection of our internal beliefs, what we believe the most. And most of us are not taking the time to do it because it's kind of uncomfortable and scary. And this is why I love breathwork and cold immersion, because it's a vehicle to do just that. It shines a spotlight. It's it's a it's a mirror, a reflection of our inner world. It shines a spotlight on our insecurities. It turns the volume up on our inner chatter, our limiting beliefs. It holds a mirror to our face of our inner world. And and, and it also gives us a chance and shows us how truly resilient, adaptable, and powerful we are. And it gives us an opportunity to, to show us that when we go do the thing and and to make empowering change from that place nobody likes the cold the mind says stay away from the cold but when we can go into the cold and breathe through it and watch how our body adapts to protect us we get out and we feel incredible not only from the rush of 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 hormones and 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 Endorphin rush that we have, nor norepinephrine from from all this amazing physiology that science proves. And not only from this amazing science that's happening in our physiology, but also from the idea of going into that internal world and saying and breaking through that limitation or that belief that we have that says, "Oh, you can't do this." And doing that thing. There's something so empowering about that. And then with the breath work of taking a deep breath and and feeling yourself and feeling the fullness of yourself and how good it is to breathe. Let's take a deep breath right now. If you're listening to this, let's take a deep breath nice conscious deep breath. One of the things that I loved learning this week was that we take on average 23 to 30,000 breaths a day. How many of those breaths are conscious? You just took one conscious breath. Maybe that's your first conscious breath you've taken all day. Maybe you've taken two to five, maybe more, but it's a really interesting thing. And, and breath breath is the only thing that's with us from birth until death. Everything else changes. Things come and go work, relationships, our, our body in different forms. But the only thing that stays with us from birth until death is our breath. And we're not, we don't learn how to breathe properly, which is so interesting. I know in, in different cultures like Tibetan monks, they teach kids how to breathe properly from the get-go, how to do diaphragmatic breathing, how to regulate, self-regulate their nervous system with breath work, because it is the only thing that stays with us. And so we can learn how to breathe properly and when we take a deep breath consciously everything changes from that from that second so great takeaway there is to breathe more consciously because i believe when we bring conscious awareness to the thing that we do unconsciously aka breathing there's a lot of breakthroughs that happen there's a there's a moment of pure presence that we're able to reach so th- this is why i love breath and cold because it really all is about deepening that relationship with you in a physical mental spiritual and emotional way it brings everything up to the surface so as things come up to the surface, leading us to the next takeaway is the, the more honest you are with yourself, the more opportunity you have to change. It's really hard to be honest with yourself, but you know at the end of the day, but it's hard to be honest with yourself. So one of the, the journal prompts that I love to do and one of the reflections that we, uh, that we queued up for everybody this week also was a great journaling prompt after breath work because it often can bring things to the surface, which is what are you hiding or holding back on? It's kind of a confronting, scary question, but it's a challenge. That i give to everyone listening to this. If you're listening to this, take some time and journal. Think about it. tap in with yourself. Ask yourself, what am I holding back on? What am I hiding? And you might even have, as I'm saying this, something come up to mind and it may make you feel a pit in your stomach or it makes you feel uncomfortable. Dig into that. It's about facing the dragon. It's a great analogy we had from the week. We're, we're, we're getting our swords out and ready to face the dragon and look the dragon in the eyes not avoid the dragon, tired of avoiding the dragons. When we can look the dragon in the eyes, growth happens. The more honest we are with ourselves, the more we're able to look at the dragon in the eyes, the more opportunity we have to change and the more instantly change happens and the better we feel from that. So this is a big takeaway from the week is facing the dragon. Get your sword out and ready. We're here to slay the dragon. We're here to slay the dragon and different than, and I have no, I'm not crapping on plant medicine or ayahuasca because I know there's amazing tools for a lot of people, but why I love this work is because from my experience, I found some of the plant medicine um, or some of those plant medicine journeys can like lull- lullaby the dragon to sleep a little bit and allow us to walk around a little more comfortably, but the dragon's still there. So when we do this things in this way, in this sober way, we're able to really look the dragon in the eye and slay it once and for all, the thing that we fear the most. So that was a great takeaway that I had is the more honest you are with yourself, the more opportunity you have to change. Moving on into the fifth takeaway is we have an ability to self-regulate. Be the space holder for yourself. So many people listening to this, and you hold so much beautiful space for other people. You hold space for people in work and your family and relationships, whatever it is, you hold space for people. And I know if you're listening to this, if you're one of the others, you probably hold a lot of space for people and you put people first, which is a beautiful thing. But it's a great reminder that we need to hold space for ourselves. Be the space holder for yourself. Just as we take time to get to know other people, as I mentioned in the previous takeaway. We have throughout the day, I know I can speak for myself, I have a lot of one-on-one calls with lots of people. I have calls with other people throughout, the, throughout my workday. Think about how many people you talk to throughout your day and you check in with throughout your day, especially if you're in a type of work where you talk with a lot of clients. Like We have one-on-one meetings with so many people. Do we have a one-on-one meeting with ourselves? We need to take the time to check in with ourselves and see how we're doing, see what we might be able to give ourselves something that we need, how we might be able to nourish ourselves, see what might, be we, we, what might we be hiding, what might we be burying, what might be we, we putting in the closet. So checking in with ourselves on a day, day-to-day day and, and what that might look like. So it could be a brisk walk outside, standing in the sunshine, putting your feet on the ground and the grass and standing for a second. It could be a workout. Take time to notice what may be alive for yourself in that moment. That's something I'm taking away and putting into my day-to-day is even if it's five minutes to just connect, connect with myself. And this ties back to the first takeaway also leading with intuition is that when we can take the time to connect with ourselves, then we get those hits of intuition. We get those hits of impulse that allow us to take the next step forward. So that's a practical takeaway I'm doing is literally I'm going to schedule my calendar every day, a one-on-one with myself because I schedule one-on-ones with many people, sometimes five, 10, sometimes 15 people throughout the day I speak with. And I need to make sure I do that for myself. And I'm going to start with that. That's the most important one. So that is a, um, that's another takeaway. And when we do this, we're able to self-regulate what I mean by self-regulate. We had, we had this awesome, we had an amazing, badass human on on the trip. She was a a doctor out of Germany and she, she shared this idea of self-regulating and how we can control our nervous system by, by breathing, by just taking a deep breath. We can control our nervous system and we can shift out of stress, fight or flight mode into rest and digest um, sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system and self-regulating is super important. And we have to self-regulate ourselves. And when we self-regulate ourselves and we can we can be calm and we can show up for ourselves, then we can self-regulate other people through that. So by just being a calm, and you notice this, if, you ever, if you're high stress and you sit down and you have a conversation with someone who's super cool, calm, and chilled, and present, like you feel yourself downshift with it. So powerful. So we start with that. If you wanna change the world, starts with yourself. Be the change that you wanna see. If we wanna see the world, be less stressed out, living, living out of less fear and living for more purpose. Let's embody that first. Let's start with that. So we need to, we have the ability to self-regulate and we have the re- responsibility to self-regulate in my opinion. And that leads us nicely into our, our, my final takeaway here, the sixth takeaway, which is the importance of doing this work. This, this is, this is really powerful because right now we have I I'd certainly believe in this collective consciousness idea that there is as a humanity, as a one global species, we have this collective consciousness. Um, and the, and the German doctor also, she shared this idea of the same way we have this collective consciousness. We have a collective nervous system. And right now, especially after the past couple years, our nervous system is in fight or flight mode. We are living in fear. So much of the world is living in fear. And so the importance of doing this work is, to tap into that place of purpose within ourselves is to, to, to take fullness, to step into the fullness that our bodies are capable of doing. We are bringing light and joy to the world to add to this collective consciousness, to balance out the fear and the negativity. So that's the importance of doing this work. And my invitation and challenge to you is to be that light warrior. Help contribute to the shift because it's up to us to make this shift happen so that we can shift the world living out of fear and we can live from that place of purpose and joy. And we don't have to be consumed by fear all the time. So be that light warrior. So we are contributing to healing the collective immune system, the collective nervous system, the collective immune system of our planet. Our planet is our, the collective immune system. Our planet has just been focused on, on a flu for the past couple years. And it's time for us to shift into a more empowering focus of the focus of our bodies and the amazing power and potential that we have. And in the current world where people are trying to cut us off from the power of our own healing capabilities in our body and feeding us with fear and relying on these outside inputs, we need to reclaim our freedom and our body now more than ever. And we have the beautiful ability to do this. And this is why I love cold and breath again, because you feel that empowerment and you see the shifts. You feel yourself get out of pain when you breathe. You feel yourself get out of pain after doing cold immersion. You can feel these things and you can realize that, hey, I'm in control. I'm the best doctor to myself. I'm the best healer to myself. I'm the best guru to myself. I'm the best friend to myself. And when you can build this inner world and this this relationship with yourself on that dependence on yourself and that providing to yourself, then guess what? The fear doesn't get you anymore. You don't buy into the fear as much because you know that you got you and that's enough and that always has been enough and that always will be enough so that's the importance of doing this work and and the final takeaway that I wanted to share here so that's a little bit so okay we're at 23 minutes here so wasn't a quite 45 minute chat but for those of you that wanted to know how the Iceland trip was there you have it and and why I'm so excited about that and I'm so excited about this work and how I'm, why I'm so grateful to be on a life path of helping support and facilitate people to stepping into the fullness of their own potential and their body. There's nothing more powerful than it, than, than seeing what we're capable of when we get out of our mind and into our body and we can lead from that place of intuition. And that's what I'm really here to do is to, is to, is to do just that. So uh, I want to, I want to invite everybody and encourage everybody to uh, to check out the links in my bio. You can read the the article that I did three years ago from Iceland and my takeaways from that. And you can check out Into the Wild Within, the amazing, amazing journey that that Joran is on and what he's sharing with other people. And reach out to me too if you're interested in talking more about this kind of work. Cause I love helping and facilitating people through these kind of tra- these transformations. So um that's the journey I'm on of becoming a healthier, a happier and a more successful human being. And I'm finding the others along the way. So Let's be in touch. We've got, here's a little sneak peek that we have just locked up a date. My friend Sage and I, where we did our retreat in Mexico this past January, we have just locked up the dates for June. We've got a June long weekend in the books here in Rosarito, Mexico. It's really accessible for anybody in the States because we meet up in San Diego, drive across the border. Everything's covered, transportation's included, everything's included. So if you're interested in that, shoot me a message or DM and stay tuned for uh, a link for more details you can visit www.tribeofothers.com and you can put your email in so you can be notified when our tickets go on sale for that one. We are expecting to fill out quite quickly with that. So definitely get on the list if it's something you're interested in and we can go on this journey together. I'd love nothing more than to help facilitate and to support you in your journey. So that is the spiel. That is the sitch. I'm sending a lot of love and light your way and Thanks for if you're still listening to this point, I love you (laughs) and you must love me too. So I appreciate you and thank you for your support. If you're listening to this point and hopefully there's some value you have from this, as always, I look forward to speaking with you next much love. Take care.